Welcome to the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast, where we invite you into a journey of healing and personal transformation that will radically change your divorce experience, heal your heart while refining your character, and set you up to be effective and feel empowered as you navigate the practical and emotional challenges of divorce. I'm your host, Karen McMahon, founder of Journey Beyond Divorce. My divorce brought me to my knees, and it also transformed me and set me on this path to help you. Our team of JBD coaches support men and women to engage in divorce with more calm, clarity, and confidence through our one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. I started as a divorce litigator and then this same colleague said to me, I think you'd be really good as a mediator because I watch you negotiate settlements and you've got a mediator mindset and resistance. Again, I said, no way. <laughs> Mediators are wishy-washy. I'm an advocate. He said, just take the mediation training and see what you think. And I took it. And very shortly after, I took one of the first collaborative law trainings in Massachusetts. And and it was clear to me that this was the way I wanted to practice law. And I closed my litigation practice and practiced divorce law for um, 32 years. And no, well, actually, it was more like 26 because of the time off. And then um, my wife and I decided we were going to move to California. And it was a perfect opportunity for me to consider is it time for some kind of shift in my profession? And what do I really love about what I do? And I realized it was working directly with people who are transforming and evolving and at a real transition stage in their lives. And that's when I decided to get certified as a coach. Welcome to our Meet the Coaches series designed to introduce you to our team of amazing JBD coaches who are dedicated to supporting you through and beyond divorce. As you tune in, you will get a flavor of each team member, a bit about their backstory, as well as the challenges and triumphs they've experienced. Each coach shares their journey into coaching and their passion for working with men and women facing divorce. Finally, they share their most powerful personal growth practices that keep them on track as life happens. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to another episode of Meet the Coaches. With me today is Rachel Goldman. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. This has been a lot of fun for me to do, talking to each of the coaches. Uh, For those of you listening, um, I've gotten to know more about each of the coaches on the JBD team while doing this interview. So it's been great for me. And Rachel... um, You have a really interesting background in terms of your experience in divorce before you became a divorce coach. And so where I think I'd like to start with you is um, 
What led you to to work in divorce to begin with? And can you just share with any listeners who might not know uh, how you were working in the divorce industry? Sure. So it was an interesting road because I started practicing law in 1986 and I was a general litigator. I was not in the divorce field. And uh, and I practiced for three or four years in a firm in downtown Boston. And as I started having children, found it very difficult to balance uh, being a litigator and being the kind of mother that I wanted to be. So I ended up actually taking six years off um, from the practice of law because it just was untenable to try to work in a more reasonable way. And near the end of the sixth year, I was trying to think through what do I want to do next? And I was tempted to no longer practice law because I was convinced that I couldn't balance being the kind of mom I wanted to be and being a lawyer. And out of nowhere, I get a call from a colleague, another lawyer who I had worked with at the downtown Boston law firm who who is a divorce lawyer, who said, hey, I'm leaving that firm and I'm opening a firm with another lawyer in Wellesley, Massachusetts, which was the town over from where I lived. Would you like to come join us? And my first reaction, honestly, was absolutely not. I have no interest in practicing divorce law. And he said the magic words to me, which were, Rachel, you can work as little or as much as you want so that you can balance your, your, your home life. And I said, okay, I'll try it. And, and I, I started maybe 10 hours a week and I moved up and up and up and became a partner. And lo and behold, realized how much I loved practicing divorce law because it, 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 it was not about um, businesses. It was not just about who gets the money. There's a part of that in divorce law, but it was also about relationships and people's lives transforming. And I could have a direct impact on that. So I started as a divorce litigator. And then this same colleague said to me, I think you'd be really good as a mediator, because I watch you negotiate settlements and you've got a mediator mindset and resistance. Again, I said, no way. <laughs> Mediators are wishy-washy. I'm an advocate. He said, just take the mediation training and see what you think. And I took it. And very shortly after, I took one of the first collaborative law trainings in Massachusetts. And, and it was clear to me that this was the way I wanted to practice law. And I closed my litigation practice and practiced divorce law for um, 32 years. And no, well, actually it was more like 26 because of the time off. And then um, my wife and I decided we were gonna move to California and it was a perfect opportunity for me to consider is a time for some kind of shift in my profession? And what do I really love about what I do? And I realized it was working directly with people who are transforming and evolving and at a real transition stage in their lives. And that's when I decided to get certified as a coach. That is such an amazing story. The first thing that comes to mind, Rachel, is um, one of my favorite books to recommend is Michael Singer's uh, 
the surrender experiment. And you just talked, you just gave two brilliant examples of your monkey mind going, no flipping way. <laughs> and then surrendering and saying, okay, I'll try it. Um, and then like you just lit up both times when you talked about how it was your sweet spot. Yeah. And and so how has the coaching, how has leaving the legal and gone into coaching just just while we're on this 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 trail? Um, how has that been for you? It's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. I do have to say I did continue to practice divorce law remotely for three years after I moved from Boston to LA. And it was a gradual wind down of my legal practice and mediation practice as I rubbed up my coaching practice. So it was a perfect kind of way to make that transition. I have to say there was a little bit of sadness about closing the door on my legal career because it had been so long. But I just love the coaching and a big difference for coaching from litigation or from legal work or even mediation is it is not my job to help my clients figure out how to find a solution to the problem. It's simply my job to help them uncover what's blocking them and to shed light where there's some darkness inside of them so they can try to, so they can start to get in better touch with what they need and want and how to reach their goals. Right, right. It's a real, it, it sounds small, but it's actually a huge difference in one's focus and energy and effort, isn't it? it absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my job is to be as present as possible and to really use my skills and intuition and not worry at all about outcome. It's that's their job is the outcome. So, um, okay. So you, you had a couple of children, you took some time off, you, you went back to work as a lawyer, um, and then you re referenced your wife. And yet I know that there's a divorce in there. So can you shed a little light on where that falls in the time timeline for our listeners and what happened there? Sure. So I actually have three sons. They're currently 25, 29 and 32 years old. And um, very, my marriage with their dad was really reaching a trouble situation um, when my youngest was really, really, really young. And we had tried to work it out many times. And it, for me, it had just reached sort of an end point where it just seemed like we had done what we could do. And we separated when my youngest was two, my middle son was six, and my oldest son was nine. And we were separated for three years until the divorce became final. And what was what one of the biggest challenges was I had started practicing divorce law around the time that I separated from my kid's dad. And most of the time I could keep my own experience and emotional journey separate from my legal practice, I have to say there were moments where particular cases were triggering to me if they were similar to what I was going through. And that was pretty challenging. 
um, mm. you know, to, to, to day in and day out in my work week, be around people going through divorce, experiencing the emotional turmoil while I was in the same situation. But I got through it. We got through it. And um, there, there was definitely an adjustment period. I have to say the time heals and relationships evolve. And there came a point probably three, four years after we separated where my kids' lives were their lives. It, it, it didn't revolve at all around the fact that they had two homes. It, it was, they, they were no longer sort of stressed by any of it. Um, and it was a gradual process. So I got divorced and, um, and their dad lived very close, which was great. We lived in the same town. And so we had a schedule and the kids would go back and forth between the two homes. And do you want me to continue with this part of the story? <laughs> yes, yes. I think okay. that you you just keep going. I'm just, I'm just, okay. I'm just, I'm just listening and learning. <laughs> okay. And um, I had a really good friend who actually did not know very much, if anything, about the trouble that I, that that I was experiencing in my marriage. I felt like that was private between my kid's dad and me. But having been separated, there were times where I didn't have kids, and so it, it opened up uh, it opened up space for me to spend time with my friends. And so she and I, in particular, started spending more and more time together and got very very close. And then eventually. Uh, realized that we felt more strongly about each other than just as friends. And that that was pretty scary to recognize because neither one of us had ever been in a relationship with another woman. And that in and of itself was a process. Um, and, and I am married to her. I've been with her for 20 years. And it, it, it's, it's a wonderful relationship. I, I found my soulmate. And I'm so grateful that I was open and she was open to to go with our instinct rather than just get scared off and push it all away. Well, if you haven't read the surrender experiment, you should, <laughs> because you, you've clearly lived it. So you might want to read it. Um, Thank you. That's it's really it's really rather impressive. And so um, so this friendship turned into uh, a romantic interest, turned into a 20-year marriage, and you, and you moved across the country. Well, Did actually, we've been married, it'll be six years in a few days. There, there were obviously legal problems around getting married, and as a divorce lawyer, I knew the complexity of, of marriage being legal in Massachusetts, but not federally legal. And so I, I was very reticent about getting legally married until um, it was a federal right. And then that happened um, very shortly before we got married. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, so at some point in during the story, um, you talked about leaving legal and going into coaching. And did you know when you decided to go into coaching that you would be doing divorce coaching? Um, again, resistance. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's a two-step dance here that's becoming very familiar. Well, you know, just talking about it, I'm realizing that some of the biggest leaps I've made, my first answer is no. And actually, my wife says to me, if she suggests something, I say no. And she says, now, is that your final answer? And I'm like, no, that's the first answer. But I, when, when I went through the IPEC training, which all of the JBD coaches go through, which is a fantastic training, as you know, I, my thought was, okay, I'm going to do something completely different with a completely different population. And I want to work with leaders and I want to work um, with organizations and teams. And I do do that also. But working with divorce clients, it just kept coming up over and over and over. And, and I, got, I was coached by um, a peer, two peers for 40 hours, as you know, through the Journey Beyond Divorce Coaching. And one of the coaches kept bringing up, I don't understand why you want to just leave this entire um, depth of experience behind you and proceed as a coach as though you've never had professional experience and help me integrate my experience as a divorce lawyer and mediator into working with uh, divorce coach clients. And I love it. I mean, I do know, you know, what it's like to go through the process personally, legally. Um, but again, that's not my job. I can bring my knowledge and experience to, you know, to the, to the coaching. And I think I have a depth of understanding of the pain and of what it's like to get to the other side. So once again, first, first answer was mm -mm, not doing that. And then here I am. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's interesting. Are you emotionally overwhelmed, heartbroken, bitter, paralyzed by fear? In order to effectively navigate the significant decisions before you and skillfully master your life after divorce, you must attend to your emotional recovery. Our 12-step divorce recovery program is an emotional roadmap that guides you to feel clearer, stronger, and more in charge of yourself. Thousands have emerged transformed by the lessons, strategies, and tools our roadmap provides. Divorce will change your life. Enroll in the 12-step divorce recovery program today and ensure that the changes will be life-enhancing. Go to divorcerecoveryprogram.com to enroll. JBD. Uh, I'm, I'm not. A year and a half, maybe. I was going to say two more. years. Two yeah. years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And and was there, do you have any um, recollection of, of why you decided to join uh, this organization? Well, I remember you did a call out, I think on Facebook. It, it might have been in the IPEC Facebook group. That's and, usually what we do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. And I was just intrigued. 
And so I, I sent an email and um, I think that at that time you had gone with one or two other people and, and I thought, okay, that's fine. Maybe, maybe I won't really be working with divorced clients. I'll really pursue this other line of focus. And then Carrie, um, one of the JBD coaches reached out to me and said, hey, we want to talk to you about um, coming on board. And I, I was so excited. Beautiful. And so it's been two years and you've been a rock star. You've worked with so many of the individuals who've, who've given a call and asked for some support. And how has it been for you? It's so fulfilling. I, I can barely describe how fulfilling it is. Um, just, you know, I think about some clients who just could barely get the words out the first few sessions because they were grieving so much and in so much pain and crying. And one of the clients is now really on the other side. Um, still, there's going to be some grieving, but has made some amazing decisions about how she's going to step into her post-divorce life. And it's just... This is what I loved about working with people as a lawyer and a mediator, but this is a much, this is a deep, deep level to work with people and, and be able to witness and be part of their growth and development and journey. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that you're doing, which we're so delighted with is you're running a lot of our groups. Can you share a little bit with the listeners because they may, we're going to be offering more group programs and we have some free group programs. So feel free to be a little uh, advertisement as well, but tell me a little bit about the group work that you're doing and, and what that experience is like. Sure. So I've been facilitating um, the free virtual groups. We we had one evening per month, and we've just now added on a daytime uh, group coaching call as well, which which has gotten a lot of wonderful traction, and it it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, we started out with people just sort of introducing where they're calling from and where they are in the process. And more times than not, it runs the gamut for where folks are in the process, which is really, really um, a rich foundation for the group session because folks who are in the very beginning of the process or in some heavy litigation mode can hear from people who have moved through near the end or are post-divorce and are really in the process of rebuilding their lives. And it, it becomes an incredibly supportive, caring environment where um, inevitably at the end of every single group, sometimes even in the middle, folks start talking about how this felt so wonderful because they feel so isolated and that this group is helping them see that they're not alone and that they will get through it. And, um, and, and oftentimes they'll talk about the perspective change that they've had as a result of the group. We always try to save time to coach one or two people in the group with the whole group intact. Um, if there's time and I just feel so uplifted at the end of every group. It's, it, it feels like 
a wonderful way to serve and and that we're impacting more people when, when, when we do the group coaching calls. The one-on-one is wonderful. It's really important, but we're creating community in addition to offering some coaching. Yeah, and uh, there's... Um... There's such an incredible experience. Just going to pause for a second. Nineteen minutes. There's such an incredible experience uh, when when you work with people from those early stages of shock and devastation or denial, and then come alongside them through to them feeling re-energized and uh, and relaunching like the next chapter of their life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it actually is that you work with them side by side because yeah. it's very true. We're not in front of them. We're not behind them. We are literally side by side supporting them and guiding them and 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 helping them to sort of see their core and understand more who they are, who they want to be and how to get to where they want to be. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And so, you know, your each of the coaches have a slightly different story, which I think is so great for our listeners. And one of the things that, um, that I want to invite you to do is to share, uh, your practices like so when life throws you on your ear when trial and tribulation comes here um, you've got this coaching experience how do you what are the what are the tools or strategies that you grab uh, in your own life when that happens Mm -hmm. so one tool that I use a lot, and I used it during the pandemic, especially in the beginning where I became sort of addicted to CNN, which was a terrible, terrible thing because it just raised my anxiety, um, was to stop when I would spiral into fear and anxiety and really ask myself, are you okay right now? Right now, Rachel, are you okay? Are you safe? And the answer 100% was yes. And that would help me let go of all the worry about what if and, and, and let go actually of watching so much CNN, which was a much healthier um, thing. I also, you know, sometimes I can jump to panic. Uh, and, and so I will just throw out my panic thought to my wife or a friend and say, do you think blank, 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 and get some reality testing to sort of get me back into um, a more grounded, rational, reasonable kind of perspective. Um, Exercise is really important. I, I have recently gotten very hooked on Pilates and I love the mind body connection and if I'm stressed or worried about something and I walk into the Pilates studio because it requires so much mind focus, connecting with your body and strengthening, I can't, there's no room for me to think about what I'm worried about. And I walk out feeling so much better and like I can take on whatever it is that's coming my way. So those are some ways that I try 
um, practices that I use, um, just really pulling myself into the present because anxiety and stress come up. Usually if we're worried about something that regretting or um, resentful about something in the past or worried and fearful about something in the future and we're missing everything in the present. And so I do everything I can to pull myself back into the present. I also love cooking. And so I just sort of throw myself into cooking something because again, it takes my mind off of whatever it is that, that I'm getting concerned or worried about. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. Such interesting ways to distract the monkey mind so that you yeah. can you can be here now, so to speak. Yeah. 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 So is there anything else you want to share with um, our listeners? We're going to be posting Rachel's um, personal rapid relief call link uh, in, in the show notes if you'd like to reach out to her specifically. But before we say goodbye, is there anything else in the work that you do with clients or uh, suggestions that you want to share with our listeners before we sign off? Well, I think just that the biggest gift you can give yourself going through this process, considering this process after you've been through the divorce process is to work with a coach because certainly you will get through the process and there will be an end. And that's something we talk about a lot in the group and in individual sessions is this is not your new normal forever. There will be an end to this, but consider how do you want to get through the process and who do you want to be going forward? And I just encourage everyone to give yourself the gift of exploring that in a deep way with a coach so that you can really tap into all your wonderful gifts and all your strengths and carry them forward. Yeah, just beautifully said. Thank you. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing a little bit of your story. And for those of you who are learning more about Rachel right now, uh, check out the show notes and click on the link for the Rapid Relief call and see how she might be able to support you. And until next time, um, that's it for today. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Karen. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. I hope you found guidance and encouragement to help you along your journey. If you like my podcast, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. You can also visit us at jbddivorcesupport.com, where our team of coaches support both men and women through our one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. Stay tuned for our next episode, and I'll talk to you soon.